Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Eat, Pray, Thought podcast. I am your host, Savoy Anthony Jefferson, better known as or a.k.a. known as the Undisputed Bussy Champion, the Undisputed Bussy Champion, Top 5 Bussy Dead Alive, the number one thigh ally, a.k.a., you know, I'm st- I'm not, I'm Tisha Campbell Tease today as well, Vasikas. Bitch, I'm still here. I'm tired. If y'all can't tell, I have a cold. But anyways, welcome to episode 308 entitled Decades of Bussy. Um, you know, we're coming up towards the end of the decade. It's been a cute girl, you know, cute next to gorgeous. Called Miss Tiffany's Pollard. And um, before we get into the greatness that is the episode, I'm going to introduce my lovely, my beautiful, and the, mm. a queen. Because today, y'all, she brought me the motherfucking best biscuit I have had in a long motherfucking time. Oh, shout Amber, out. Shout out to that shout biscuit. Shout out to bitch. that biscuit. Shout out to it. Not sorry to this biscuit. No. Hello to hello, this hello. Hello, to, hello. Hi. We know you. Okay. <laughs> Amber Milan. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, how are y'all? Happy end of the year, happy decade, happy holidays, all that shit. Um, I'm Amber, uh, aka emo black girl, aka Amy Depressions, aka I lost all my AKAs because I never remember them. <laughs> aka Savoy took my Tisha Campbell tees, but I for real am always still here. And and Tisha, thank you for that because it keeps me going. It lets me know that I can do whatever, no matter what is going on in my life, no matter what fuckery is happening. Guess what, bitch? I'm still here, here. So here, <laughs> here. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, um, a.k.a., you know. A partner in thought. Partner in thought. Yes, come for on. For the decade. Come on. We made it a whole decade. Yes, to a decades-long friendship. Mm. Wow, that's so cool. Over a decade, really. Oh, yeah, over a decade, but, um, like, but really. The essence. The essence, you know. Started in the decade. Yeah. Um. So we had a guest. Um. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the guest situation did not work out. Um. It's Freaky Friday. There are a lot of things. I missed my barbershop appointment. Yeah. I had an emotional breakdown. It's not. You know. Is that Freaky Friday though? <laughs> <laughs> Points were made. <laughs> but fuck you, bitch. Uh, <laughs> y'all nope. see why I don't fuck with Amber? <laughs> y'all see. Let's see if her ass goes into the next decade. <laughs> Motherfucker, see? Nah. Anyways, we had a guest. Yeah. Um, due to unforeseen circumstances, the guest is not here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just going to be me and Amber asking each other dumbass questions. Really dumb. I, I just want to preface this, you guys, that we were like, <clears throat> let's just ask the most ignorant questions we can think of. And and actually, my questions aren't even that ignorant, but some of Mine's them are. Some of them are. Some of them can go there, but just, I just want you guys to understand where we're coming from before we like to give we get into this. We like to give y'all context. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Unlike the niggas I date. Anyways, uh, <sighs> um, but I'm still queer. Uh, <laughs> um. Yes. 
Woo. <laughs> I'm, I'm still Look queen. at us still giving you guys content. Quality content. <laughs> um, Amber, what is your bussy pep talk for the the, the decade? The Did, decade. Yeah, God on, damn. Bussy pep talk. I didn't even think about bussy pep talk for the decade. Um, do you have one? Can you go first? Or yes. okay. Um, so my bussy pep talk for the decade is, bitch, we, nigga, we made it. <laughs> Um, I just think about, I think about in particular, I think about 2009, um, was my first winter in New York city. Wow. And I remember I had just got fired from my temp job at Vivo. Mm. Um, or, you know, cause it's a temp job. It wasn't renewed, but I took it as a firing and I was fucking sad and depressed. And <laughs> fast forward 10 years, although a girl had an emotional breakdown, you know, a girl ain't poor like she was. She, her rent is paid. She Shout knows out. She, she knows she's going to be able to pay her rent next month, too. Okay. Okay. And, a blessing. Um, and, and that's the, New York rent, a.k.a., by the way. <laughs> amen. Okay. okay. Um, but, yeah, I... I was so dep- I was so sad and like the ten, 10 years ago. So the fact that I w- I thought I was I felt like a failure because I wasn't working in the music industry and all these things, and now I have my own company and I have mm. most clients and I'm you know I've had the professionally as well as personally had one of the best years of my life. So what a difference a decade makes. Mm. Um, nigga, we made it. Okay, okay. I right. love that. Damn, that's such a good uh, bussy pep talk for the decade. Um, I I am also similar. Nigga, we made it. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very much the same way because beginning of 2009, 2010, um, I was, I had gotten, I don't, you know, I don't think I've ever talked about this in, on the podcast, but I was basically kicked out of Spelman um around that time um maybe it wasn't around that time but it was like kind of around that time Mm -hmm. and I was like really sad because I I was back home in Chicago I hadn't graduated from college every like I come from a family where even my great-grandmother went to college and you know that's first of all that's unheard of you know for for anybody but let alone black people and so like I was just like I'm just so <laughs> I, I didn't graduate college I didn't know what I was doing I was working um at that time I was working a lot of different jobs like I was working at a nonprofit. I was working at oh I forgot uh, about that goddamn nonprofit. Yeah, I was working at VCBG and then I that worked that nonprofit at, was the ghetto y'all it was it was the ghetto but I kind of I kind of miss it like working with kids but anyway so I was working at a nonprofit. I was working with the BCBG but the nonprofit wasn't paying me and then I had to I had to leave there because it was almost like three months without pay. And so I started working at Starbucks and I would, y'all, I would literally be crying while we were working at Starbucks. Like, like somebody would tell me their order and I would be like, grande, chalate. Like I would have to like run out of there because I was so disappointed in myself. And I just, um, I, wow. And, I ended up graduating from Spelman, going back, graduating from Spelman. 
Um, I figured out what I wanted to do, found my passion in television. And I feel like I've learned so much. Like I was, I start off the, the decade, um, also very depressed, also newly sober and someone who's ending this decade as someone who's not newly sober, who's still a little depressed, but still managing it and figuring out like what works for me and, and, and having a lot more security in who I am as a person. I think when I was younger, I was just like, oh my God, I like, I hate, I just hated so many just like details about myself. Like whether it was how emotional I was or how I looked or whatever. And now I'm just like coming into myself and coming into the the black women that like, the black women that I know that I would respect at 20 years old like I would be like she's so cool and I'm proud of that I'm really really proud of that so I'm happy to be sharing this decade with one of my great great friends and who I love dearly I just I'm about to get emotional because <laughs> nigga we made it nigga we made it okay okay oh um, sorry <laughs> I, 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 come on come on tears girl i got tissue in my tail far back uh shout out shout out to hormones you know <laughs> shout out to them shout out oh wait here girl here oh thank you <laughs> i thought i was gonna cry on this episode um, um uh, and i'm proud of my amber um i'm proud of you too <laughs> um so all right so we're just gonna jump into eat um <laughs> and would you like to start? Okay, I'm, let me start with a, a light question. <laughs> let me let me go there. Okay, if you could warn your early twenty self about one food, like don't eat this fucking shit no more. Like, bitch, stop, cause your body in your thirties, <laughs> like you need to stop, bitch. If you could warn, <laughs> like go back. <laughs> and tell your early 20 self what food would it be? It would be a toss-up between Dallas BBQs <laughs> and Kennedy's Fried Chicken. Oh, child, the ghetto. But, like, the way I would eat Kennedy's Fried Chicken oh. and Dallas, the way, in particular, Dallas BBQ, like, the, 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 the amounts of Dallas BBQ I would have and the way I thought that was fine motherfucking dining. Like I thought I was doing it big when I got two Texas size drinks. I didn't need no goddamn Texas, two Texas size goddamn drinks and the wings that were fucking Coley Kardashian wings, <laughs> artificially <laughs> asinated wings. No, that's what I would, <laughs> I would tell myself, no, no, you can do better than this. You deserve. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to the boy I had a, a, a crush on at the um, Dallas BBQ in Times Square. I really feel like we need to go just to see if he's still there. He was still there. So, y'all, he's. I started going to that Dallas BBQ in 2009. And I went there. The last time I, I was in that Dallas, at that one was <clears throat> 2000, the summer of 2016. And he was still there. You know, you never know. So it's a high possibility he is still there. And he kind of looked the same. I just want to know if his dick is big. Because I really liked him. Okay, keep going. We'll just go. We'll just go. Um, Mine would be, even though I think I still kind of eat them sometimes. I haven't eaten them recently, but Flamin' Hot Cheetos. 
They oh. they burn my booty hole now. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't care. You know what? I'm not sorry. That was such a visual. I, I'm not sorry. And other people can feel me, but they... <laughs> I can't do it no more. <laughs> Savoy. You can only choose one. Your grandma's biscuit or Beyonce? <laughs> ah, 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 Bitch. Ah. Bitch. <laughs> one gotta go. One Get out of here! You gotta go. You, you're. No, I'm, you got answer the question. Like, I'm, I'm not. Ju- I, okay, my grandmother's biscuit or, or Beyonce. Beyonce. Okay, let me give you guys context more, once again. <laughs> my grandmother's biscuits. Well, the one who lives in Mobile, Alabama, call her Ma. That was literally one of like the loves of my life. She had the best biscuits ever. And the Haitian, the biscuits we had today are very close to not, they're very close. They're not all the way there, but they're very close. And I haven't had them in so long. So, okay. So that's enough context. Because mm-hmm, I was like, you're avoiding the question. <sighs> so either I'm gonna go biscuits got to go forever or Beyonce got to go forever. Because we lost the recipe and no one can make them anymore. They've already been canceled technically. So they're already gone. I can't believe you're going to do this to your grandma's biscuits. <laughs> so I'm going to choose Beyonce. Wow. I know this is hard. Wow. I, I, I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry. Ma's already gone. Like I just, Beyonce ain't gone yet. She's still going to give us something I else. <laughs> okay. I am done with Beyonce ain't gone. <laughs> Beyonce's still here. She's right. She's still here. Um, okay, so here's my ignorant question. So Savoy, um, you've gone on record. Obviously, you're a gay man, but you love you some Tiana Taylor. Where is this question going for eat? This is disrespectful. Sorry, Tiana Taylor, but I love you. What do you think Tiana Taylor's pussy tastes like? And remember, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, I imagine, you know, it's a good juicy steak, you know, mm. medium. Mm-hmm. Um bloody but not too bloody. Mm. Um <laughs> you know. Um moist, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, you know, with some great steak sauce, you know, some good A one steak sauce. Okay. Yeah, what a good baked potato. That's what I imagine. It's hearty. Yeah, it's hearty. Mm. It's quality meat. Yeah, quality quality meat. Quality puss. Bitch. All right. One fruit or vegetable you would let someone put inside your vagina. Damn it, we are fucking connected. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Because I had the same question. I said, what's one fruit vegetable you would use as a dildo? Okay. Um, I would use a cucumber for real. Mm-hmm. I feel like cucumbers have really good, like the bigger ones mm-hmm. have like uh, really good. Notice girth. how she said the bigger ones. <laughs> they have even when it comes to fruit, this bitch is a size queen. Keep going. Good girth, good size. Cucumber. Final answer. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go with banana. Oh, okay. 
With the curve? Yeah, with the curve. You know, I like a good curve. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be mushy? Or you? Gonna- no, I'm gonna go with the. We yeah. gonna, we know we do we, we believe in safe sex in here, so we gonna put a condom on it. Shout yeah. out. Yeah, with the uh huh, with the peel on it. Still. Okay. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, and just put it in there. Wow, we really Ooh. are connected because wow. that was the exact same question mm. I had. Shout out to bananas. <laughs> Shout out to the curves. Mm-hmm. Potassium. <laughs> Shout out to potassium. 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 Okay, get out of here. Let's get to pray. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Um, your top career moment of the decade. I've talked about this before. You've talked about this before. Um, but easily top career moment of the decade was, um, when I was at the rundown, I was able to do a piece about how black women have been fighting sexual harassment since we came to this country mm-hmm. and, uh, we don't get a lot of credit for it. And I talked to a lot of different black women, especially Tarana Burke, who created me too, um, and created this movement, um, and doesn't really get enough acknowledgement. She's starting to get more, obviously, but she still doesn't get enough, and she's a fucking genius. Um, and so that was a moment that meant a lot to me because even after people saw it, a lot of black women felt seen, and that's just what my art, what any art that I want to do is I want black women to feel seen because I love y'all so much, and especially other black people too, but black women... I write for y'all. Shout out to the black women. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our black women listeners. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Amber. Well, oh, no, what's oh, yours? Oh, um. Wow. Wait. Sorry. What? Jay Versace just liked one of our. Come on, Jay Versace. What? Come on. Is this Diva J Versace? Is Sorry. That... It just happened. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah. It's DJ Versace. Come on, J Versace. Shout out to us for liking the tweet. Come. Come, come he on. He didn't like our tweet. He liked the SoundCloud. Oh. Mm-hmm. So come on the show. J Versace. We we'll love that. Um. So, top career moment. You, you know what? A, you've had a lot. I've had a lot, but <laughs> I guess. The most, I think the one that I didn't know was going to be as big, but it was, I knew it was going to be big, but I didn't think it was going to be as big, was the T-Pain Tiny Desk. That was a great moment. Yeah. And I, because I like, I knew it was going to be big and I knew T-Pain could sing. And how it happened was, um, um, Fran, Franny Kelly hit me and was like, because we had already did one for Molly Music a few months before that. And she was like, hey, do you think T-Pain would do a Tiny Desk? And I was like, I think so. I don't see why you wouldn't. <laughs> and she's like, okay, so let's see if we can make it happen. And literally T-Pain canceled the first one because we set it up early, like earlier that in like the fall. And then he did the second one. And he still didn't like, even though I sent management like five different examples, they still didn't know what the fuck he still didn't know what the fuck he was doing. So like he, he walked in, he like walked into the set and it was like, what the fuck am I doing? And I was like, you going to sing your songs without out of tune in front of like the staff. And he was like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like, 
Yeah. And like after, I, like I said, I don't think, I didn't think it was, I knew it was going to be big, but I didn't think it was going to be like that defining. Like that Oh yeah, like that yeah. defined culture. Yeah. So like, like people still talk about yeah, that shit right exactly. now. Exactly. So I, I just thought it was going to be something that was like, going to be like somebody was going to talk about it for a week. I didn't think that people would still be talking about it to this motherfucking day. Mm. Or that he would go on an acoustic tour and all that shit, but yeah, that was my my one of my that would be, I would say that would be my career defining moment. Great thus moment, far. great. Shout out to us. Shout out to us. Um, okay, give me. This is something that doesn't have to do with career because mm-hmm. I feel like both you and I talk about career a lot. Okay. What are like your top two happiest moments of the decade? <laughs> and what are the worst moments of the decade Ooh. if you would like to share like top two i can start with worst because those are easier to come up with <laughs> um, um my father passing away um and the second worst would probably be the winter of 2018 um which i didn't really think winter 2018 was way worse than fucking just winter 2018 and the winter 2017 but the winter 2018 was really harsh but yeah i made those are two the worst and two happiest um i would say all of 2019 Mm. when i look at it as a whole Mm -hmm. is one of my happiest moments and my other happiest moment Even though it wasn't the experience mm-hmm. that I hoped it would be, but you said no career, not not career. Mm, I and mean, you can do say it, just say it for was this. Was getting one. hired at RCA? Okay, because I had always wanted to work at a record label. Okay. In particular, I always wanted to work at J Records. Yeah. And then art well for people who don't know, J Records folded into RCA Records. So essentially, mm. I worked at J Records, and that was like as a teenager that was like my goal working j records j records was dope exactly so okay um my top two um I, and I, this probably might, might not be my top two but these are some of the things that i think back on with just like really great memories is like i went to curacao um in 2016 and it's literally like where i go when i'm like stressed out like it's like my happy place imagination mm-hmm um, and it was just like me being on a beach and me getting a massage and hearing the water and Real boss hearing, shit. it was just like, and it, the reason Curacao was beautiful, but I, I forgot, like I went to like, we were in a really nice, like hotel resort at mm. Curacao and it was just like, it really was some boss bitch shit and it was just like the most relaxed I've ever felt in my life. So I like going back to that. And then also graduating from Spelman, that was like such a hurdle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just really great to do it. And then Oprah spoke at my graduation and I was like, oh, this is like symbolism, you know, me working in television, you know, and having like literally the greatest like television <laughs> personality of that we've time. of all time. Um, speaking at it was just like this really great omen. So that's that's one. Uh, those are like those two moments that I think define the decade. Come on. Um, the worst. Um, there was a summer. It wasn't a summer. It was a winter before. It was like right. I had gotten fired from Judge Mathis. 
uh, and it was right before I came to New York. Mm. And I think that was like the, and I had just started taking medication and I think that was like the worst depression I've ever felt in my life. I don't like, that's like, sometimes I'm like, well, I'm not there. <laughs> so that's exciting. Um, so that was, that's the worst period of my life, uh, for the decade. I and just then, remember you coming to New York and me being like, you look so bright. Oh, right. And I was like, girl, that's, those are meds. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> we was at a price until it got, so I just looked at her and Amber was like, you look so bright. She's like, those are meds. And I was like, maybe I need to try some. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was before that. And, uh, but it was, it was really rough. It was, uh, yeah, it was really rough. That, that actually happened before, after Curacao, which is funny. Like, interesting um never noticed that um and then other worst moment i think i i can't think of anything else that's been worse and technically this doesn't affect me and i feel sometimes i feel bad thinking that this is also the worst moment of the decade but like finding out that my brother has this disorder was just it was wrecking and uh it's just it's hard to see him like this uh because he's like a division one athlete and he can barely walk so um so that's really hard to see because I just like want like I'm like I wish it would happen to me and not him so um yeah that's those are the worst okay I'm so <laughs> I'm getting deep on this <laughs> I was like um <laughs> Now for mess. <laughs> ah, ah, now, now for mess. Ooh, child, that. Um, or do we got one more for free? Um, I was just going to say, have we already done this top five albums of the decade? We haven't done ours. Okay. All right, go. You go first because I feel like you know yours. I do kind of mind. Um, A Seat at the Table, number one. And then the rest of the, this isn't like ranked after this, um, but a seat at the table, uh, K Trinata's 99.9%, um, Alabama Shakes, Sound and Color, um, Self Titled, and I need a fifth one. Um, yeah. I'll say Janelle Monet's. The Arc Android. Mm, I always forget that did come out at the top of the decade. Yeah, I'm gonna say that one. Those um, are, I think, those are the most defining ones for for, for me you. of the decade. Okay, that's a good list. Mm. Um, in no particular order. Um, reality show. Yes. Oh, that's a good An one. Album. Oh, that's a good one. A motherfucking album. Um. <sighs> that's so good. Did you do anti? Um, any tweet? Nah, okay, but no, I almost don't want to do. Can I do songs instead? Yes, because I was about to say, I you are song. very much so. I'm a songer, yeah. You're um, a song girl. so, so songs. So I'm gonna do my top five songs. Um, okay. The Worst by Janelle Monet because. Don't need you. <laughs> that song still to this motherfucking day. I still get triggered. <laughs> Woo! Um, 
Masterpiece by Jasmine Sullivan. I remember the first time. I, I remember having a early copy at RCA of the album. Well, actually, my boss did because she was actually working the project. And I would go get the iPod before she would come into the work job. Mm-hmm. And I would just play it on my, um, before she would come to work. And I would just play it on my speakers. And I remember crying one time to the master, to uh, masterpiece because that's how much that song means to me. It's such and so a good the song. Um, "Kiss It Better," <sighs> Rihanna's best song of all time. I don't care what nobody says, and y'all let her down. We and did, we, and we did not get that single to number one, and we that's did a problem. Not. That is a true problem. Um, partition, bitch. bitch. I still, I think. A record. Um, and then Cranes in the Sky. Cause I didn't Cranes in the Sky is one of those records that you don't really know what the fuck. Like Cranes in the Sky and probably I'm gonna like do a tie. Pink Matter. I still don't really know one hundred percent what Pink Matter by Frank Ocean is about. And it took me a while. It took me to like the, 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 like, it took me really until like I hit depression, depression Mm -hmm. to realize what the fuck Solange was talking about with cranes in the sky. Mm -hmm. But once I did, woo child. But yeah, so those are my top five. Those are great top fives. Thank you. Those are great. Okay. Any more? No more? Mm -mm. Okay. Thought. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, who is one ex from the early 2010s that you would let hit today? Ha, 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 ha. Asshole. <laughs> um, <sighs> I fucking hate you, bro. <laughs> um, um, his name starts with an E. Okay. Um, he ate my butt really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he also was probably the first nigga that semi ghosted me while my weeks after my a week after my father, I found out my father had cancer. He apologized for it later, I guess. Um, <laughs> Fuck him, man. <laughs> no, he's a. I mean, he, he, we you all, know what we all we were make all mistakes. young. Yeah, we yeah, all we all make mistakes. Um, but I'm saying fuck him. As your friend. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, just because he ate my butt so well. <laughs> like, I still, I still get flashbacks. Mm-hmm. He ate my butt in 2011, y'all. Damn. Yeah, like, but I still, like, to this day, I get, like, a little, like, ooh, like a tingle. Because he follows me. And he'll like a photo, and I'll just be like, ooh good times mm-hmm. damn Amber <laughs> well he low key still is hitting it so starts with an A is a cousin ah, of my friend ah, ah, <laughs> he ah, low key is still hitting ah, it ah, 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 ah. so I just ah, cause Amber is consistent okay she didn't um, let it go decades long dick um, literally yeah, I think that's literally the only person because I wasn't having good. I didn't have great sex until a person also with the letter name A. Oh, sorry, <laughs> just got a flashback. Um, ah, 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 ah. It took you there. Took 
Me there. Uh, I, I would start having good dick into the end of the decade. Look, shit, last two years. Um, I mean, I've always had like good dick, but this one took me to another level, and I think this happened in like 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. maybe 2015. I don't remember, but it wasn't early 2010s. Okay. Um, what's your thought question? Uh, um, you have discussed your love for young Ma. What do you envision sex would be like with her? <laughs> what do I envision sex, sex with, with young Ma would be like? Would be like. All right. Um. Y'all, I am if at, y'all can see the way she just put her <laughs> hands on top of her head. Because I'm trying to envision, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to go there yeah, for go y'all. For y'all. For us. For us. For me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what do I think sex with Young and May is like? So there's two things. that there's a, This is more of a worry that I feel like she's going to be too much of a nigga and not care. Ooh. Like, cause I watched her porn and like, it was, it, she's not in the porn, but she directed a porn and it was just like, it was weird. It was just like, I don't know. It didn't seem like the women were really into it. All the stuff. It just seemed like some shit that dudes would like. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm afraid that she fucks like how she thinks a man would fuck a woman. If that makes sense. But that's just a worry. Come on, this is a concern. That's a concern. That's a but, red flag. <laughs> but I hope, this is my hope for okay, the sex, is that if we were to have sex, she would let me choose the strap size. And <laughs> but before we get to the strip, before we get to even the strap, just give me like the best head of my life. Like I've never squirted before. I'm imagining squirting. Okay. I'm imagining like decades long sex. Like I'm imagining like we are fucking for a week. Like just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Orgasm, <laughs> orgasm, orgasm, orgasm. That's All what I can I'm think about was letting the lady got got clipped and another flight and another flight. And another- <laughs> <laughs> And another gasm, and another gasm. Another gasm, okay? That's what I'm envisioning, like, like my soul leaving my body. Mm. I'm imagining me sobbing with joy because I've never had sex like that. I'm imagining back-breaking, soul-shattering, earth-defying sex. I hate you. Keep going. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I would hope. Okay. I hope for... Actually, <laughs> hopefully... Ho- my hope for... Is that you'll get that. Just that, that I will get that. I don't necessarily need that from Younger Bay, but from someone, you know? You will. We will. We speaking. We speak that into, yeah, we affirm. are manifesting that. I affirm that you will get that <sighs> type of sex in twenty twenty. Yeah. Shout out to Younger May. My <laughs> uh, <laughs> envisioned Younger May. Um, okay. Um who uh or you don't have to say who, but maybe describe your most significant romance of the decade and what did you learn from that person? Wow.
Amber be asking questions that she low key know the answer to. Um, <laughs> see, like y'all, I be asking questions I really don't even know <laughs> because um, I want y'all to know, <laughs> um, or I want to see if you, you know. You feel right? <laughs> no. Um, my most significant romance would be. Um, I don't even know what I've called him. He's probably been called so many things here, but I call him dumbass. Um, <laughs> and Amber knows all my good friends know who dumbass is. Uh-huh. Um, it was not a romance. It was confusion. Um, but yeah, it wasn't a romance. It was, I don't even know what the fuck it was, but what I learned from that situation was, wow, what did I learn? Um, cause I've learned so many things, but I've learned that you have to know your worth. You have to know your value, um, that you can't convince somebody to love you. Um, you can't, um, give your all in hopes that someone will love you, um, or love you the way or love you the way that you would like to be loved. I think that's the biggest thing I learned is that I think is the most important thing that I learned. Like, I think I literally did everything I could have possibly done to get dumbass to love me. And he did not um, love me the way he did not reciprocate the feelings that I had for him. But yeah, you can't do that. You can't give your all and then be left with nothing. So, well, this decade, I think that you're going to be because I feel like you've been investing in in relationships that are more that give you that reciprocity. Yeah, reciprocity. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm saying reciprocity. Like, is that the right word mm-hmm. in, in the right way to say it? Um, so, yeah, I think I think for this decade, I feel like you're going to get that for sure. Yeah, and I think for me, the biggest thing that I've learned in 2019, um, it took me a long time to figure out how my value, um, but I think for me now, I finally come to the, the place of, because of so much trauma, I have started to... I'm very fearful whenever I enter into any situation. It don't matter a date. It don't matter whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If it's something romantic, I am fearful. I am prepared for the negative. Um, so I think for me, the biggest thing I've, I've learned is I can't just say that I, um, <clears throat> I just can't say that I'm deserving or worthy of this t- type of love that I believe I am. In theory, I have to actually do it in practice. So within being doing in practice, I have to be open and create a space for that type of love to come into my life. Mm. So that's what I'm currently trying to do. Child, it's it's a lot. But my therapist told me yesterday I have all the tools to do that. 
Yes. Shout out tools. Shout out therapy. Uh, if y'all can see my eyes. You got like, you have all the tools. I have for real. all the tools. For real, you do, don't <laughs> he looking like he just saying these <laughs> <laughs> not really sure if I got Amber yours? Um my most significant um romance of this decade happened in the beginning of the decade. Mm-hmm. Um I love the fuck out of this man. Um I still do. Um, and that was so sweet. I do. I still do. I don't think he was my first love. Like he, he was the first person because we had a lot in common. And I remember in the beginning of the decade, I told y'all I was like very insecure. I didn't know who I was, and he was someone who, like, all the things that I thought were weird, where I felt like nobody understood this part of me, he understood it. And so I miss that a lot. Um, and he was very important, but he was also, I mean, he might listen to that. So I don't care, but he was trash. He knows he was trash. Uh, I call him an emotional terrorist. Uh, but <laughs> cause she coined a term after him. God, it's because this nigga was Osama bin Laden to my emotions. Okay. This yeah, nigga. That nigga was not a love. Okay. <laughs> like, so, um, but what I learned from that relationship, uh, I think what I'm like continuously learning is that I want to go back to, I want to find a person where I can kind of feel that same way of like feeling like this person like gets every single part of me. And, um, I think what I learned from that relationship is that, what have I learned from that? I mean, I learned a lot. I've learned, I learned a lot, but I, hmm, I didn't, I don't even know if I'm ready. I don't know. What did I learn from that relationship? Um, there's a couple things. There's a couple things that I've learned is that one, even though a person can kind of fulfill, not fulfill, but maybe can understand every single part of you, they may not be able to fulfill you still emotionally. And um, and also being like okay with that and knowing when to move on. I think that is something that is, I think I'm still trying to like learn from that because sometimes I'm like, oh, I really miss him. And like, I want to like, figure out how to maybe like because we're older we can make it work or something like that and it's just like no I have to move on and I have to be okay with trying like trying to get something or even something more worthwhile because I sometimes feel like that's the only like that's the only love I'll ever have and that's not true I know that in my mind but that's sometimes what I feel like and and sometimes when I, I miss him I realized that I don't necessarily miss him per se, but I miss the intimacy that we had. And so I'm like, I, what I have to do is I too also have had a lot of trauma within relationships, but I've had even this decade, I didn't say this to either, but I've had like sexual trauma. And so I'm like learning how to like navigate relationships where I can feel comfortable and showing my full self because I haven't been able to do that. And so I think if I can do that, I'll be able to find someone who like understands me, but also can kind of like emotionally understand me too. 
I think that's very important. So that's what I'm learning. I'm learning that. I don't think I've all the way learned, you know, but I'm learning that. So she's starting a journey. It's the journey. So <laughs> Tisha Campbell, I'm telling Tisha! you. We, Tisha, that's come a, on this that's show. That's a defining moment, honey. Tisha, come on this show. But yes, that's it. Um, Anything else? I think I did have one more that I really liked. Um, have you ever role played? If you haven't, what would be your ideal role play situation? Have not role played. Yeah, I don't think you've ever. I was like, I don't that's not like my. That's not my. Th- I don't. I I don't know if it's my thing. I've never tried it. Uh, I'm dramatic, so. You definitely are actress. Actress, okay. At the cut. First of all, I'm a Leo, and we have Viola Davis. We have Angela Bassett. <sighs> you know, we even have Jennifer Lopez. Oh, Whitney Houston, come on. So, so we're scratching Jennifer off the list, but we are going ah, to ah, put ah, Whitney ah. back. J- Jennifer's a. I mean, in Hustler, she did her thing, she but she did. was playing herself. But anyway, um. <laughs> we ain't gonna never get Rope. Jennifer Lopez on the fucking podcast. I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> uh, role playing. What ask would I do? Using Christina Milian's voice, damn it. And Ashanti's. Well. And being an industry plant. Okay, keep going. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. So, what would I do? What would I? Who would I role play? Hmm. Don't police turn me off. That drives me up really quickly. Uh, I think role play, all the role playing that I'm thinking about has like some weird power dynamics that I'm like, this isn't, this is problematic. I'm too, I I think too, I think too much. Can you be problematic, be problematic like you are in in other episodes? I am problematic, but sometimes I can't think of the problematic stuff. Like sometimes I'll be like, damn, like why am I a teacher student? Like this isn't, this isn't great. But maybe professor and. Professor student still is weird to me because there's still like a, a weird dynamic. Power dynamic. Um, or maybe you like a later student. Maybe okay. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to make you listen. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of something that would be hot. I don't know. Give me you. I don't. Mm, uh, <laughs> you got another thought question for me? But I would do like I would literally like dress up, and I would be like another person like i would be like mistress depressants or something like that or you know um mistress (laughs) mistress depressants and i would i think that's what i would do because i don't i do i am somebody that tops from the bottom but i still like to bottom and i i would actually like get into that true true top role amber really wants to believe that she is a bottom (laughs) i y'all don't believe that i'm a bottom you are a top okay except your role in 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 gate gate in the gabriel okay Okay. all right okay what else what was your oh was that your question what were you what would you role play as I would be professor student. Professor student? Okay. Yeah. I see that for you. Yeah. Um I have no problem with the power dynamic. I don't like the, this question, but this is like best and worst sex experiences of the decade. 
best sex experience. Was it the eating of the ass in 2011? No, no, no. That was good, but it wasn't like. Um, I'll just say the last two experiences have been very good. Mm. Um, and I'll leave that there. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm okay with that. And the worst. <laughs> The worst will still be the guy who ate my ass, and I, I was like, "This, I don't, I don't even want to be here." <laughs> like, remember thinking to myself, "Like, I don't want to be here. Yeah, this ain't who I want to be with." So never, never try to like fuck away your feelings. <sighs> Solange told us this. She says she tried to sex it away. Uh, yeah, uh, Amber, your best sex experience. Best sex experience. I mean, I kind of talk about it. The Going to the uh, swinger party oh, was yeah. really great. And there was this moment with this the dude with the letter A. Not the one that I'm still fucking, um, but the one that probably has me blocked. Uh, he No, he does have me blocked. It's not probably. Uh, it is what it is. But yeah, I will describe this. He... We so I had a I was living in Chicago and we had a kitchen island, mm-hmm. and he fucked me on top of that island, oh. and that is not, and it was just literally the hottest thing I've, like that's ever happened. So shout out to that man. <laughs> uh, the worst was in uh was in London. Ah ah ah! That ah. was so bad. <laughs> 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 I almost went the decade without having that terrible of a, a sex experience, but that one was that one was rough. Whoo, mm. mm. child! I have another one, but that's it's kind of traumatic. So but, okay, but yeah, that one, me having sex with that married man, or me sucking that married man's dick on the side of the road, and then him after I sucked his dick, him saying, "Don't fall in love with me again." Oh. And me feeling like I had just got fucking played. Not even because the reality was I wasn't going to fall in love with him again. But the fact that you thought that little of me. (laughs) That after I sucked your dick on the side of the motherfucking road. You said don't fall in love with me again. (laughs) Dirty bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, Damn. That is. That's a lot. Um. All right. No. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> what? Moving. Moving all right along. We gave y'all a lot, huh? <laughs> Tears. Y'all said. Y'all said y'all were like, we want to get to know you guys. We want to. Yeah. We want to hear from you. <laughs> Some bullshit. I know. Shit. We out here telling our damn business. Okay. Well, that's okay because the decade is over. The decade is over, right? <laughs> All right, but we do have like this special thing that we're doing. Yes. Is we're calling friends, fans, listeners uh, of the show. And they're going to ask us any question that they want to ask us. And um, all right, so here we go. I'm, I'm calling. Hello. Who is this? Hey, Teray, how you doing? Hey, child. Ah, ah, ah. 
Do you, hey, boo. Do you hear Savoy? I can hear Savoy cackling. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, child. What's the tea? Okay. <laughs> I cannot. So, listeners, welcome to Ray. Um, okay, where? first of all, where are you? Child off Canal Street over here fighting all of the motherfuckers on this street, including the Asians, child. You know, they dare you to start out here selling the watches with the Jamaicans, honey. We're not going to do this okay. today. Right, we're not we going to cut you off. We're, we're hanging up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is your question for us for the decade? So, my question is... So there, well, first, there is a little thing in me that always wanted to do like a little love spell. You know, they have little love spells so you can capture the penis that you really want. So for this Friday the 13th, I don't know if you you sound a little witchy and have decided maybe one day to experiment with a little witchcraft and decide you want to create your own love potion for that special big dick person in your life. Love you, Tere. Um, Love you. Okay, so Savoy, can I put? I'm gonna put you on mute, sir, uh, Tere. No, go ahead. Because <laughs> it was too much. Um, oh, maybe this yeah, isn't yeah, what yeah, I. Yeah, your mute ain't gonna. My work. mute isn't gonna work. Actually, I'm I'm done. Okay, so um, love potion for the big dick I want. Mm-hmm. Would you do that? No. No. Because I want him to choose me. Look at you. Growth. Okay. I, 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 no, I want that nigga to choose me. Growth. Okay. Well, I'm a, what do they call him? Bruja. Okay, bitch. I'm sorry if I'm culturally appropriating, but I feel like because it's Afro, Latinx is like, you know, we all in there. I, 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 um, but um, I want to try the period blood and the spaghetti. That's what I want to try. The ghetto. Um, the ghetto. Okay. Thank you so much, Teray, for uh, that question. Um, that was lovely and beautiful. Teray? Yes. Okay. Um, so we did answer the question while uh, you were on hold. Uh, thank you for that. Please listen in to hear our answers. <laughs> okay. No problem, child. Glad I can contribute. All right. Love you, boo boo. Love you all. Kisses. Mwah. Love you. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. Going to make the next call. Oh, goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yo, ma. <laughs> okay, y'all. We have Mandy B. from Horrible Decisions. Brum, 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 brum. All right, so Peg Mandy, the stallion. Come on, come on, Peg the stallion. <laughs> All right, Mandy, what is your question for? What is your listener question for us? Oh, I gotta. I can ask anything. Yeah, you can ask anything. Oh God, we <sighs> called the wrong person. <laughs> we asked the wrong person. So, I actually, I'm a dating question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I do that? Yeah, that's fine. This is your, you can, can do whatever. Do yeah. Okay. So I started talking to this guy. Ooh. And, uh-uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. So, I am very open about, you know, my past, what I do. We started talking about horrible decisions. And 
large number of my friends. And he doesn't know how to feel about that. And then went into, so if we're together, am I wrong to maybe not want you around these friends that you've been sexual with? Because technically, even though they're the same sex, you wouldn't want me around people Mm. that I'd have sex with. Well, do you? Is can't you hear? Um, okay. Okay. And these hoes. <laughs> so then you know these hoes also still want to fuck you again. And that's his point. So he's like, "How I know?" <laughs> and I'd be like, "Man, he, he." I was like, "Man, what it just be when I get drunk?" And he's like, "We're drinking now." So you're telling me <laughs> you're not gonna get drunk anymore around him? So. How do I go about to, like, let him know that if I'm with him for real, for real, I won't fuck my friends? Oh, shit. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Mandy, can, Mandy, can you hear me? Barely. Okay. I can hear you. Um, we're go- okay, we're going to figure this out. Also, hey, Mandy girl, how you doing? Um, thank you for hey. asking uh, this question. So, my, at least what I feel... Uh, one, I think that both of you guys are going to have to uh, learn to trust each other a little bit more. Um, I feel like if you want to still hang out with your because you've had sex with your friends, you've been open about it, you've talked to them, that's that's perfectly fine. And if you do have truly have just a platonic relationship with these folks, there's no reason for you to cut those friendships off. But you also are going to have to give him the same kind of validation as well and trust that he won't fuck these hoes even if these hoes are still trying to fuck and know that you guys is just y'all too that's my perspective so if you want to still have these friends absolutely you you should do that because they're platonic allegedly right it's just yeah i guess that that's just the hard part for me because i've said on the show numerous times like in hetero relationships, like, no, I don't want my man, you know, my boyfriend still being friends mm. with women he's fucked, but I guess it's not a conversation, you know, uh, you know, from my bisexual side, because these girls, I, I didn't have relations with, it was just, you know, fun. Yeah, you I think know. you're going to have to... Either, it's it's going to be... It's kind of like an either-or thing. Like, either you are... Right you know, cutting off your relationships because you value his opinion and how he feels or allow him to have these same types of relationships with other women and trust that he's not going to, you know, cheat on you or do anything and will be just as open and honest with you as you were with him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 okay. <laughs> Advice, but, um, oh damn! <laughs> no, we basically told you what you already knew. Well, girl, look, look, yo, the God, the universe is trying to tell you what you what you already know. Okay. Bye, 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 Mandy. 
Thank you for your. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Love, <laughs> love you. you. Bye. Love you, boy. Bye. Bye. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Wow. What would you do in that situation? Um. Ooh. Well, first of all, I'm not friends with anybody. I ain't. I don't fuck my friends. Number one. Yeah. Number two, I don't stay friends with anybody I have fucked. For yeah. For the most part. Except for one. That, but that's recent. But that's not really like a. Yeah. That nigga live in L.A. I ain't. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like. Uh, I don't typically fuck friends either. But I'm thinking. I I would literally just do what I what I would say. To me, that's the the right thing to do. Yeah. We could have given her a ratchet answer. <laughs> I mean, no. But to me, it's just like you don't have to trust him. Yeah. Period. Trust. I mean, trust is gonna have to be built regardless. Trust. Ooh, another jam of the decade. Ooh, wait. Sh- shout out to Keisha and Monica. No, no, that wasn't. That was two thousand nine, babes. That was. Yeah, that was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. All right. Well, not shout out to that song of the decade, but <laughs> shout out to that song. Shout out to that song. <laughs> A moment. Okay, we have one last caller, and we will we'll see who <laughs> what this fool will say. He also has do not disturb, so he might. <laughs> Hi. Who's this? You're live on the air. Oh, this is, uh, you know, Brother Buffet, Slade, Calling in. Hey, Brother Buffet. If y'all do not remember, Brother Buffet was on our episode with Zay Taylor <laughs> and Chef KT. Yeah, they remember. They remember. Now, come on. Come on. The girl. Come on. You said they remember. They know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch know who I am. <laughs> I was that girl. At, I was oh that girl at Clark. <laughs> I was that oh, bitch at. Wait, say that again. My heart is so full. I'm hearing y'all voices. I miss y'all. How are y'all? I miss, miss you, you too. too. We good. You know, ignorant as usual. Um. Okay. So we have. Obviously, you have questions coming in from from folks. It can be a personal question to us. It could be a question that you need help with. What what you uh, what question do you have? Oh, I have a few questions. Oh, a few. <laughs> well, girl, we got. I gotta be out. I gotta be on in the Uber in twelve minutes. So. <laughs> Amber, have you went through that mouth sauce that I gave you on the Bitch, I okay. First of all, I eat that. I ate it like last week. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, I'm having a problem, y'all. Okay, what's the problem? There's this uh, rich man. Wait. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Uh, you know, walk away because um, me and my man, we just came from a, a fleet retreat and um, and he's up front, but I'm having a problem. Well, did he just say a what retreat? I think he said fleet retreat. Is that uh, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what I said. Um, I'll describe what that is later. Um, so, can you hear me? 
Yes, because we are both sighing and silent because we know what a damn fleet retreat is. (laughs) I actually don't know what a fleet retreat is. Okay. He... You can't describe right now? I'm sorry? Can you describe the fleet retreat right now? Uh, yeah, the fleet, um, you know, it's just a retreat with me and my man. Mm-hmm. You know, um, hanging out, enjoying each other, loving each other. Oh, retreat. Uh, Got you, never mind. You know? Like, I thought he was like, never mind. When I was thinking uh, retreat, like, when you, like, leave. So you were thinking y'all ain't we ain't fleeting today. Yeah, that's something that I was thinking about because you said you were just at brunch. So I was thinking like y'all was eating hearty ass meals and saying oh, fuck it to the oh, fleet. Oh, you know what? Em? I cannot with you. Oh my god! I thought the same thing. That's why I was like, let me get clear. No, no, no. This is loving on each other. You know, I've been that whole hibernation lately. I'm sorry, that was not the question. But I've been the whole hibernation lately. Okay. So. I've been trying to, you know, retreat my soul and fulfill it before we go into 2020. Come and my on. question is actually related to you both for 2020. Um, where do you see the podcast heading as we enter uh, a new year? And not just what that entails, you know, with putting an expectation on that time, but, you know, all of that we know will be coming then. Okay. Great question. Ah, 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 come on. Oh, you can no, you can ask us whatever. You can ask us whatever. Um Savoy, do you have an answer so far? Um besides I wanna do a live show. Well we wanna do a live show. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know when, but we wanna do one. Mm-hmm. Um Are you open to doing the live show in the sex club? That's, that's, an, that's an idea that right there. That's an idea. That's a good ass idea. Mistress Marley. <laughs> that's a good ass. Yes, yes. That's a great idea. That's a good idea. Um, look, I'm... Shit. <laughs> Never mind. I was about to say something crazy. Never Just mind. say it. I was going to say shit. Hopefully by the end of um, the, the fourth season, I'll be talking about I'm engaged and saying, <laughs> we got to get a new host because I'm not no thought no more. Well, technically, you aren't a thought, and you want to be a thought for your man. So this is like your prime time yes, thotting. Yes, but I think yes, at some point, yes. at some point, I would like to show to get you know. I want to be like one hundred six in Park. <laughs> so basically, you want it to end, but on a good note. I don't want it to end, but I would like. I guess I I see it becoming more than just just me and my escapades. Like I think interesting. Yeah, I think eventually. I think it would be important that we get all types of voices because I think what's important about our show is that we come in, both of us come in with very different perspectives and very different experiences. And I would like to start to bring in other, I would like to bring outside of just our guests, like from a host standpoint, from time to time, um, other voices. Not necessarily saying we're going to retire from the show, but necessarily that, you know, we'll get other voices from a hosting standpoint as well or add. Interesting. I'm just now hearing about this. I'm like, wow. <laughs> this is just like a thought. This literally just came. Whoa. <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. That's cool. That is a good thought. Um, okay. Um, I my my biggest thing is that I would like for us to both be 
way more intentional for Eat, Pray, Thought. Mm. Like, I think that's, I think that's it. Just being more intentional about that. Um, Do nothing without intention. Um, Do you have any other, you said you had multiple questions or was that it? Oh, Uh, one more question. Okay. But my soul is, 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 is changing. Um, like Effie White. Um, but I want to go. <laughs> no, me and my man, just came from a really good retreat. We were in the pool. And, um, you know, something happened to me. What happened? Um, I can't tell you. Like, um, you live on the <laughs> air. Oh shit! I show him. All right, all right. We gotta go. We love you. We love you. We love you, brother Bousset. Um, Have fun on your retreat. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. We'll talk later. Okay. All right. I love y'all. Bye. A fool. Shout out to brother (laughs) Bousset. about to tell his business <laughs> um so yeah so thank you guys for coming to our random ass episode random as, as fuck. fuck um oh amber you calling me now um sorry it's okay um thank y'all for coming to our random ass episode um we will see y'all in 2020 um we are going to be intentional moving in 2020 mm-hmm. um can I just say something real quick before we get off? Yeah, we okay. got you. You don't want to gotta leave. Fly. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, in regards to being intentional, I just want to be very clear. Um, from my end, y'all, this was a great year of my life, and within that, career wise, <laughs> my life completely changed. So, with that being said, it's I want to be very clear that Eparate that is a priority. It's just with my work schedule, a girl's bossing up. So things change. So, but within that, um, after I take a break, cause I need a fucking break. Cause Amber literally had to come get me today. <laughs> um, shout out to a real friend. Um, cause I was like, nigga, I don't know if I'm going to make this flight. I don't know if I'm going to make this show. I don't know if I'm going to make anything. Um, but after I take our break, um, I will, I will do my best to be, do my part and make sure that I plan it in advance and be a little more disciplined with making sure that we get things done for the podcast because we appreciate y'all for listening and we love the Bussy Hive. So I just wanted to say that um, on my end because, you know, I wasn't expecting all, I wasn't expecting any of this, all the shit that happened to me in 2019. I want to be very clear. I wasn't expecting none of this shit. If you would have told me this shit was going to happen this, this about this last year, <laughs> a girl would have told you. <laughs> Not the way 2018 ending, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, just wanted to put that out there. But I am going to take a nice little vacation, y'all. Mm-hmm. We'll see y'all in 2020. We shall. We yeah. shall see you in 2020. Um, And... I guess I'll tell you this after air. <laughs> but thank you so much, Bussy Hive. Um, love you. I hope you guys enjoy your holiday. I hope uh, you're spending it with people that you love. Uh, and if you aren't able to spend it with people you love, the fact that you're listening to this, know that we love you and we care about you and we are so appreciative of you. And you're basically sitting with us and talking with us and vibing with us. So 
Uh, I'm hoping that you enjoy your holiday season. I wish I could give you guys all the gifts because gifts are my love language and I love giving. Um, and so <laughs> Amber is a gift giving bitch. I really am. I love it. It's my thing. Shout out. I'm wearing one of her gifts right now. These socks. <laughs> one of my favorite pairs of socks. <laughs> These socks are literally my favorite. Amber Aww. gave them two, two years ago and I still love them. Oh, well, I love that. So, um, so I love socks. Uh, I do. <laughs> so, um, but yes, I wish I could give you guys every single thing because you really have like in the moments where we are literally still here where we're like struggling like your commentary about how much you love the show how much you you know get from us the fact that you like hearing us be vulnerable it's just like it's like helping a lot so I appreciate all of y'all and tell a friend 2020 we leveling up all of us so um yeah we dancing level we up, level up level, level up, up. Level up. <laughs> Oh, so, so, you know Something I mean? yummy <laughs> in my tummy. Why did she do that? It's worst lyrics of the decade. Ah, ah. She was trying to speak to our kids. Don't do this to Sierra. Okay, but that was okay. But level up. We are leveling up in 2020. We love you, Bussy Hive. Um, and yeah, talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.